and we're back and a little bit crooked. Oh, there we go. So, happy 4th of July weekend. Uh, to start this off, I'm going to give you a little breakdown of things that happened, some travel tips and advice. Travel tip number one, definitely should always fly southwest. Travel tip number two, do not do what I'm about to tell you. Hmm. So, what happened was, I'm on my flight southwest. Why? Because they don't charge for baggage. And I'm not cheap and I'm not a fool, okay? I'm going from point A to point B with my beautiful wife and uh, there's no reason to pay more uh, for a different carrier. It doesn't make sense. But anyway, I'm writing jokes on my phone. I'm balls deep in my phone, all right? I'm on the window side, okay? Just to give you a full illustration, the window, all right? And all of a sudden, we start experiencing turbulence. And this is on our way to D.C., okay, for vacation. Uh, again, I'm filming this in Texas. That's where I live now, but that's, you know, where I just moved from. So flying to D.C., I'm deep in my phone thinking about all these ridiculous things which we saw on the way to the airport, which might be this video or another video, but anyway. So we're flying and I hear all of a sudden, attention passengers, uh, we're experiencing a little bit of turbulence, please buckle your seatbelt. Now, this is a perfect place to give you this demonstration because I'm in my car. So I'm in my phone and I'm not really just thinking about anything but my jokes and I'm so focused on what's going on when I hear, put your seatbelt on, I start reaching, again, I'm in an airplane, I start reaching with my right hand over my left shoulder, and I'm reaching for the seatbelt like I'm in my car, like an idiot fuck, okay? And I'm not in my car, all right? I'm thousands of feet above the air. And I start going like this, and I, I'm, I'm really looking for it. I'm just so determined. You know, when I, when I get a goal set, I don't let go. You know, I got that game six look. Well, you know, like that thousand mile stare. I just like, this is what we do. So I'm focused on my phone and I'm having a side goal in my life and I don't want to fail. So I start reaching around and I can only guess how bad it looked for the person behind me. He was probably going like this and shit. Like it was awful, okay? And I'm just not thinking about it. And I, I start going like this and I start, getting re I start getting aggressive with it. I start going like I'm choking or something. See, that's where I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that is where I fucked up. So uh, you're not ever going to hear about flight uh, 1173 because that's what did not happen. But I I'm getting to it. No, there was no actual uh, sky event that happened, which would make the news, but it was a pretty big deal. So what happened was I start going like this and I'm getting so frustrated because I'm not finding my seatbelt. And instantly I have a stewardess. She runs over to me and she says, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm just looking at her confused while I'm going like this looking for my fucking seatbelt. And she says, relax your tongue. Relax my what? I had no idea what she's talking about. Next thing she knows, next thing I know is I'm going like this. I, I have no clue what she's talking about. And somebody yells out, what's going on over there? The lady says, he's having a seizure. I said, no, I'm not, lady. Guy stands up. He says, I'm a doctor. Runs over. <laughs> he's like, relax your tongue. I was like, why are you tell me to relax my tongue? I'm just trying to put my seatbelt on. Everybody's looking over me. And next thing I know, I'm looking over and I'm seeing clouds connect the dots, I realize I'm not in my fucking car anymore. And I'm trying to explain to everybody that I just was trying to connect my seatbelt and I'm an idiot fuck, okay? Oh, <laughs> oh man, I feel like such an asshole. Oh man, um, I had a little uh, 
after a flight discussion with the pilot apologizing because he thought that he was going to have to de- uh, divert and go down. And I just had a sidebar conversation with him. And I said, hey, man, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to give you a scare. Uh, and just out of curiosity, I always you know, get random conversation with people. I said, what's the most dangerous thing that happens when you're flying? And he said, allergies. And then he, I guess he was done talking to me. He said, allergies. Boom. And then he just walked away. And I'm thinking, why all of a sudden would allergies be the most dangerous thing when you're flying? So here's another word of advice. Pray. Okay? When you get on an airplane, pray. Pray that your pilot doesn't have allergies on his flight. And then it connected. I realized that exact moment. Can you imagine if you were like a Navy F-16 pilot, Blue Angel, whatever the hell, flying over Syria, Iraq, or wherever they're going, and all of a sudden you hear your squadron commander saying, uh, hey, do you got any bogeys over there? Now, the way it works is, just to give you a little words up of advice, there is a clear glass screen in the cockpit. There's a reflector with our little radar equipment, okay? And whatever they see, it's based off what's reflecting. So the reason why <laughs> allergies would be a bad thing is because if somebody's flying and all of a sudden, squadron commander here asks you, hey, how's the skies going out there? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You're gonna see like 16 green things and a red one, maybe, okay? So allergies are extremely dangerous. And the air, because you can see shit that's not there, especially if you're a fighter pilot, okay? I can only imagine how bad it would be. So I get off the airplane, I'm thinking to myself, that shit's ridiculous. Now, on my way back, I experienced one of the worst customer service with Southwest ever. Hate to dime you out, but it happened. It happened, and I'm talking about it. Get on the airplane, Southwest has this great thing where you don't have assigned seating. I'm being sarcastic, because I'm with my wife, she wants to sit beside me, well, I, I want to sit beside her too, to a degree. That just depends on if she's bumping into me, okay, doing her Jeet Kundo, all right? So, on the flight, my wife has to sit one place and I have to sit somewhere a little bit different than her. And uh, uh, I look at the flight attendant, this guy Dale. Just being honest, his name is Dale, at least that's what he said. And uh, I said, uh, hey sir, is this seat taken? He was watching everybody come in, okay? I was like one of the last ones on the flight. And he said, he said, you can sit wherever there is an open seat. And I said, sir, uh, is there an open seat right here? I'm just getting on the flight. I'm like, my wife and I were in the last ones. Is this one open? He leaned into me like an idiot. And he said, uh, you can sit wherever you see an open seat. So the guy's not helping me at all. Oh, sorry, I probably just messed with the microphone a little bit. Guy's not helping me at all. Uh, and I wait for everybody else to sit. And when I see there's nobody else and the seat isn't taken, I sit down. So he's making me look like an idiot. Strike one. Strike two. We get ready to take off uh, with the airplane, and all of a sudden, he comes over. Now I'm sitting in the emergency aisle along with a few other guys and gals. My wife is on my right. And uh, this guy goes, "Um, so listen, everybody, I need to let you know. You ever meet meet those people that your job way too serious? You know, like some guy at Staples making copies. Listen, we need to make these copies. It could be a doctor. This could be a life or death matter. It's not a life or death matter, okay? That's why on my spare time, I wear khaki pants and red uh, and a red shirt and I go to uh, Target and fuck with people. Oh yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a joke and it's the truth. Somebody walk over to me, hey, I'm sorry, sir, could you reach that for me? No, ma'am, I won't. I won't do it, okay? You're not my boss. That's exactly what I tell. And then I leave and I never go to that Target again. But anyway, so the guy looks at me and he says, uh, sir, everyone, lady, gentlemen, talking to my wife and everything, car, <laughs> what we're going to need to do is uh, I'm just going to run a little simple test, a verbal test to make sure you fully understand what's going on. This is a very serious situation, okay? Uh, so all of you are sitting in the emergency aisle. Do you understand that? Everyone's like, yeah. 
Yeah, and he says, so what we're going to need to do is we are going to need to uh, verbally uh, give commands in case of an emergency that you fully understand what's going on. So first off, the basic briefing, uh, you, if there's an emergency, you guys are going to be the ones that, to help exit anybody off. I don't care how much temptation you have. Car, sorry. Um, you are going to have to help people off this plane. Okay, so one by one, I'm gonna need to understand that you all understand that and you won't, you know, let temptation get the best of you and leave if the plane is burning or something like that. This guy is so crazy. He's talking about all this disastrous shit and everything. And uh, everyone just sort of says, yeah. Then he leans in to me and he says, I'm sorry, I'm gonna need you to verbally confirm this. I'm not lying. I'm not. You wish I was, but I'm not. And he says, uh, uh, sir, do you confirm? I was like, yeah, I, I confirm. I'll, I'll save the hell out of some people's lives. And he looks at my wife, strike two. He, that's where he fucks up. He says, ma'am, do you confirm? And she goes, yeah. He says, I'm sorry. I'm going to need an actual guess. Woo! Wait a minute. You fucked up now, man. That's my wife. What are you talking about? That's my family. All right. So uh, I'm getting pissed off at this point. And strike two. Later as we're coming back, okay, we're on our way, all, we're about 30 minutes away. I'm parched as all hell. I got a guy that's six foot eight sitting beside me. Maybe one day he'll be a fan. Regardless, he's literally six foot eight bumping to me the whole flight and shit. It's only two hours, but how long of this can you take? You know, it was crazy, all right? So um, got 30 minutes left, I'm parched as all hell. I get up, I walk to the back of the airplane and I said, uh, excuse me, ma'am, I'm speaking to a different flight attendant. I say, um, I'm really parched, can I get a drink? So uh, very kindly, she gives me like a cran apple, the whole can. I say, thank you very much. I sit back in my seat. The guy that was being a dick earlier walks over to me and he says, uh, hey, sir, um, I got to let you know I'm going to need that drink back. I just opened it. Just opened it. And I said, why? What's going on? And uh, he said, well, that's a service item, just like the blankets. And I'm going to need that back. I said, sir, it's not a service item. It's a fucking cran apple. I didn't mean to cuss, but I did. All right, people are looking at me like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? So I said, sir, I just opened this. I'm parched. That's how it works. You put beverages in your body, you cool down. Your throat's not so sore, sore and shit. And he says, yeah, uh, I got to let you know you're wrong. <laughs> I start looking at him in his smug look. I'm getting irritated. Look at me just clenching my fists. And I said, what do you mean I'm wrong? What are you talking about? He said, everything that is given, including peanuts and napkins, needs to be returned to the airplane. And I said, so you're considering this little cran apple drink as a service item. Long story short, we go back and forth and banter the whole time, okay? And he's basically trying to tell me that a cran apple drink, I cannot take off because it's, it's property with Southwest, Southwest Airlines. Now, maybe I'm taking this too far, okay? But right as I get off the airplane, okay, I say, sir, listen, you disrespected me, you disrespected my wife, you took my fucking cran apple. What's your name? I'm going to report you. I have a complaint. The guy says, Dale. I said, Dale what? He says, I don't have to provide that information. Oh, really, Dale? Is that right? Man, I'm telling you. Uh, you know, there's very few people in this world that I would love to take a piece of paper and outline my middle finger and fax it to you. So you'll just see this little finger coming to you that says, Dale, right across in my middle finger. <laughs> what the fuck is your problem? This shit was so ridiculous. So we deal with that. We get off the airplane. We come back home. As we're coming back home, 
we see, I've never seen this, I'm being completely honest with you. We see a video store, no, I'm sorry, not a video store. We see a, a film theater for porno. Now, I think that automatically, this is like a time warp or something like that, because I've never, never, ever seen a theater except for in a film, that's how I pronounce it, theater, but anyway, uh, where they shoot porn in. And my wife and I, we start joking around. We're like, hey, baby, do you want to stop by there? It would be like traveling through like a dirty time machine or something like that. And my wife was just like, yeah, do you know how bad it would be? All of a sudden, you're just there for experimental study purposes, watching an actual film. All you hear in the background is, let's get them the microphone. Next thing you know, you're like, oh, this place is fucking disgusting. Oh, God. Oh, God. No. Talk about being scarred for life. So uh, I'm still debating if I'm actually going to go to that place, but here's my words of advice. All right? If you're on an airplane, okay, uh, look and grab your seatbelt. Look down. All right? Look at your, uh, uh, your, your pickle and golden tackle berries, you know, your whole, your whole fishing equipment set, all right? Uh, if you're a girl, you know what you got, all right? You got a zipper. That's what, that's what I call them. You got it. So word of advice, look for your seatbelt. Second thing is don't get, give shit to, to flight attendants because they don't deserve that. But if they do, remember, it's always good to take the low fucking road once in a while, okay? So uh, I hope you liked my video. This was more of a, a, a rant and an update. Um, I have a lot more things comedy related that's going to be happening. I should be doing comedy and I'll be uploading that um, on, I think, Tuesday or Wednesday. But I'll definitely take a screenshot it like I do on YouTube. Um, I hope you thought it was educational, maybe a little bit funny. And um, I, I wish you the best, guys. Not a whole lot happened, but I definitely got pissed off. Um, so thank you very much. I hope you liked this video. Click subscribe. And the thumbs up. I believe it's on this side. I keep fucking that up. I'm not meaning to. But uh, thank you. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.